Growing Up Baby with Haley Zimak. Great job, guys! Oh my goodness, that's such good smiles, everybody. <laughs> that's Nina Polidoro, a professional photographer based in St. Mary's, Ontario. Her work is beautiful, rivaled only by the level of care and enthusiasm she brings to the job. It can't be easy wrangling five adults, three young children, and a baby. But the smiles didn't stop as I took part in my first ever family photo shoot. Nina, thanks so much for talking with us today. I'm really happy to have you on. And I loved our photo shoot and I'm so happy with our pictures. But you know what? It honestly made me think about how much I wish that I'd done like a proper baby photo shoot with Silas when he was born. Because yeah, like looking back on all the photos and it's not like I don't have photos. I have hundreds. He's kind of not photo ready in many of them either. You know what I mean? So (laughs) yes, I, I tried to do one at home. He was kind of curled up on the bed. You know, I had him in this basket thing. I had a nice blanket, but honestly, I don't know if I was overwhelmed or intimidated or what, but I would love it if you could share some tips for some first time moms who maybe they don't want to do like the whole professional photo shoot experience, but they really want that nice shot with their newborn. I mean, what can you tell us? Absolutely. And I think one of the biggest things for people, especially when they're in those like early newborn days, to just keep in mind that it doesn't have to be anything crazy. You can do this with a camera. You can do it with your phone. phone phones now have such incredible camera capabilities that it is amazing to see what you can do um, with really nothing more than what most of us already have, which is awesome. Um, I find that people can really get themselves stressed out, especially when they're trying to kind of recreate things. Um, but you really don't need a heck of a lot, especially when you're in those first frazzled, sleep-deprived days and you just want a couple of really nice pictures of your baby, your brand new baby that you just spent so much time creating from scratch. So I think I got caught up in like the Instagram like worthy photos. And I hate to admit that, but I was seeing these like crazy pictures of, you know, the baby swaddled in this like beautiful muslin with these little, you know, hats and some even had like a coffee cup and glasses perched on their little (laughs) noses. I didn't really want to go that far, but I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't do this. So I, I didn't do it. Yes, I totally understand that. And the one thing that I think is really important to differentiate before we talk about anything else is that Pinterest and Instagram are great places to get your inspiration when you're seeing, you know, things that you like or colors you like or whatever. But especially when it comes to studio photography with newborns, it is such a specialized field. And what most people who are not in photography don't know um, is that a lot of those really like perfectly posed curated photos are done with so much care and, um, expertise behind it. So when you see those photos of like a baby perched in, you know, like a coffee cup or they've got their head in their hands or whatever, those photos are created with, um, you know, a professional who is taking multiple shots of the same picture and they have a photography assistant who is 
moving their hands to support the baby from different angles. So they'll take a bunch of the same photo and then edit it together, stitch maybe three pictures together to get the exact perfect shot. The reason that I want to mention this is because if you haven't seen that done, it can be very difficult to understand that that is not safe for babies to put them in these positions. So when you are thinking of doing this at home, really kind of look at what you're doing and realize that this is a completely different experience than a professional studio experience. Um, It is not safe to put babies in those poses without the right training, without an extra set of hands, without really knowing what you're doing. So the focus of what I'm going to be talking about is much more natural, laid back things that you can easily do at home with babies safety, like front and center. I'm so glad you said that because I did see one, you know, like the before and after, and it was the mom was holding the baby in this certain way with the hands and then was edited out of the photo, you know, and I said, yeah, "Ah, (laughs) that's why it looks like that. So yes, please let's dive right into it. How do we get a natural, beautiful, and you mentioned it, a safe photo with our newborn. Yeah. So think about ahead of time, the kind of color scheme that you want for your photos and think of somewhere in your house that you can do it safely with lots of natural light. So a lot of people, especially for a more like elevated look, they will generally choose like neutrals. And I really like using a variety of fabrics. I love texture in my photos, especially against like this perfect little newborn skin. (laughs) It's really nice to have some visual interest with like some knits with, you know, maybe like a muslin swaddle over top of it. You can layer those things for a bit of visual interest in the background and it creates a really soft place to put your baby for that photo. Looking for a natural light source is important because it doesn't matter how amazing your picture is. And this goes from a picture on your phone to professional wedding photography and beyond. If your lighting is not right, it is very difficult to make this photo look the way you want it to look. Lighting kind of dictates everything. So I generally suggest that we go near um, a window, whether that's on like a bed, on the floor, on the couch, just something where you've got some nice natural light. You can think about your home, the, the spots where you get more light at certain times of the day. That's the nicest thing about doing this kind of a shoot at home is you can kind of do what works for you. Um, at the time of day that works for you and your baby and you have some flexibility in your home, which is awesome. You know that light better than anybody else. So think about having a few things ready. When it comes to your baby, you want a clean diaper and a full belly and a nice warm room. Babies are super, super sensitive to temperature and you want to make it just like a nice dozy, warm experience for them to try and keep them as settled as possible. Um, Part of this is also limiting outfit changes. Um, when I first started with newborn photography, people would have lots of different props or outfits or swaddle changes that they wanted. In my experience, the fewer changes that you can make, the better. And the reason for that is that you don't have to keep readjusting your baby and settling them over and over and over again. So I typically suggest to people that they use just a plain white onesie, super, super simple, easy to get. They're not very expensive. Um, It's a really nice, crisp look. And then you can always add like a headband or a hat or a swaddle on top of that. Um, And then obviously some people really love those photos with just like a little diaper on and a swaddle or whatever. So all of that comes down to personal taste, but 
one way or the other, try and limit the number of costume changes that you have just for your baby's comfort and the ease of being able to take those photos. Okay. No, totally makes sense. And yeah, you're so right about the lighting. Like I know exactly where I can get the nice shot. It's in the bedroom in the morning and then it's the afternoon, you know, sun coming in from the living room. So I guess it's just really taking advantage of that. One of the things I've really learned as being a new mom is you need a lot of patience, right? Things take extra <laughs> time now. So what do you have to say about that? Because you you might not get that perfect shot, you know, even in your first, let's say 10 or 20 shots, right? <laughs> Totally. And I would say for most people, most babies, if you have experience with a baby or if this is your first time having one, those first like seven to 10 days are kind of the prime sleepy days for a newborn. It is also when you know, a new parent probably feels their worst because they're exhausted. They are running on fumes trying to figure out life in newborn land. So Just be prepared that like, if you can do it in that time, that's great in terms of a baby being super sleepy. But if it takes a couple different tries on a couple different days or whatever, that is totally, totally fine. I'm glad you brought up the timing because my poor little guy had the most beautiful skin for, I don't know, the first like couple of weeks and then got the dreaded acne. Baby acne. Yes. And I was (laughs) devastated. And that's one of the reasons I was, and I know this is horrible to say, but I was like, well, I don't want to do pictures now. I'll wait till it clears up. Sure. Yes. That's totally, totally fair. Um, The other thing to keep in mind is that you can download. So the other part of this is once you have your photos, you can do some editing very easily with apps that are available now. So one that I really like to use is Lightroom. So especially when babies like sometimes they'll get a little scratch on their face or whatever, those apps are super user-friendly. There's a million tutorials online with how to use different tools um, if you need to smooth anything out. (laughs) If, If that acne happens to come up or they get a scratch on their face, there are definitely like quick fixes that you can use afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And what are some of the, cause I know you've been a professional photographer for quite a while now you've built a a very successful business, but thinking back to your early days and you know, when you said when you first started, Mm -hmm. you know, parents wanted to do multiple outfit changes, things like that. What are some of the rookie mistakes that amateur photographers make and how can they, how can they improve? Absolutely. So my two main things is the first thing you want to consider um, just from like a technical standpoint is where your shadows are. Um, when you're working next to a light source, like a window or something, um, you want your baby's face to be kind of lit by that light. Don't have their head turned away. Um, it is just a lot harder to try and fix afterwards if you are going to do a little bit of tweaking in some editing apps. Um or if you're going to, you know, do it on your camera and use something afterwards on your computer. Um, so from a technical standpoint, make sure that your light, you're paying attention to it and that you can see your baby's face the way you want to see it in the photo. Um, the second thing, and I think this goes for pretty much every type of photography that I do, is truly, even in this, work smarter, not harder. And what I mean by that is you can get so many different photos from one single pose. So if your baby is laying on a blanket and you take a picture that's really pulled back kind of right over top of them to show, you know, they're tiny, (laughs) show exactly how small they are. um, And you can see their whole body. From there, you can move your body, move your phone or your camera closer to get a close-up shot. You can move your camera to the side to get an angle, a different angle, like up, down, 
all around. That way you are getting a cohesive little mini collection that captures multiple perspectives without disturbing your baby and without creating more work for yourself in terms of having to come up with a different pose, having to resettle them if they get disturbed and don't want to settle back in super easily. Um, It's just a really easy way to get so much bang for your buck with just one pose. One of the photos I did take in a much later, you know, Haley does home photography was, <laughs> uh, was uh, shots of his feet, his little tiny feet yeah. kind of like crossed it in my hand. And like, that's the one that I'm like, okay, this is cute. You know, I may have 50 other photos I don't love, but I was glad I kind of went that, you know, not typical direction, I guess, or I don't know, maybe that is very typical, but to me, I thought it was quite artistic and clever. <laughs> Absolutely. And those are the little details that when you look back on that time of your newborn being so little, it is so nice having those details captured. So even for if you're thinking about this, like really trying to walk it through step by step, if your baby's laying there and you have them in a swaddle and you love the setup, you love how it's looking, you can just undo the swaddle so that their feet are out so you can get that perspective as well. It does not have to be anything super stressful or intricate. Work with what you've got. Okay. And I guess, yeah. And I love how it's like less is more, right? And make it simple and easy. And I wish we'd had this conversation six months ago, but that's okay. Um, It's never too late, right? With a 20 pound baby, like it's all good. I I can do it. Oh my gosh. From my professional experience, it looks like Silas is getting cuter by the day. So I wouldn't be too worried. (laughs) Thank you. No, this has been great because, you know, the time goes so quick. Um, Now, if you as the mom want to be in the photo with the baby, I think that's a whole other story because we know that as moms, we don't really get in those pictures. And I hope you don't mind if if it's not too personal of a question, Nina. I know you have three beautiful children. Have you been able to capture the moments with them as well? Or again, are you getting caught up in all the, the crazy stress of motherhood too? Yeah. And you know what? We did not do a single newborn shoot with any of our kids. And it feels a little bit like, the, what is it? The cobbler's kids don't have any shoes. Very similar situation here. Um, I took a few pictures of each of them when they were born, but it is one of those things that you just, even if you feel like you're not looking or feeling your best in those moments, I always tell people to take the photo anyways, because you will never regret having it in the future. You might not ever look at that picture. You might not love how you look in it right after the fact, but to to have the option to look back on those moments, regardless of how you're feeling is so important. And if you aren't getting a professional photographer to come in and get photos in your home, or you're not going to get professional photos in a studio, there are definitely things that you can do to get really beautiful pictures of yourself or of your partner with that baby. Um, And it doesn't have to take a lot. Even if you're on your own, you know, set up your phone in um, so that it's like selfie mode, put the video on and just take a small video of you with your baby in front of it. You can pause it and take screenshots of that afterwards if you need to. There are so many options with technology today that there is no reason why people can't have beautiful photos, even if they're just doing it themselves at home. And speaking of technology and the opportunities it affords us, I understand that over COVID, when everything has has gone digital, um, you've been leading some online tutorials. Is that correct? To kind of work with other photographers in your community? 
Yeah. So during lockdown, that was the one thing that just absolutely broke my heart (laughs) was newborn photography. Um, because that is not something, it is so time sensitive. There are other things that you can reschedule if you need to, but everyone knows the babies just don't keep. And in the thick of those lockdowns with people with brand new babies, I just felt for them so intensely. So I saw another photographer offering, um, virtual sessions and they were doing it with, iPhones. So I just put together an IGTV on my Instagram for other photographers who wanted to be able to offer that service. Um, I did it for some newborn, a bunch of newborn clients I had all at the same time um, in lieu of an in-person shoot. And I just had so much response from that from other photographers who wanted to be able to do what they could. Um, Definitely challenging, certainly not the medium I prefer to work in. <laughs> Lots of variables and rooms, room for error with that. But it was so, it was just so amazing to have the technological capability to put that together so that even these parents who, you know, were so devastated not to be able to have this experience, they still had an option. And it was just, it was amazing to be able to do that. That's really kind of you. And I'm sure very much appreciated. And again, something I unfortunately missed on your Instagram. But hey, <laughs> so oh glad it gosh, was out there. Times. I know. It's oh, just, it's just have to have another a... one, right? No, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if, if should the opportunity ever arise, you know exactly who you can call. <laughs> of course, of course. No, and thank you. We had such a good time with you. And I'm sure you just, um, you probably really loved being able to to get back out and and actually connect and be, you know, behind the lens and face to face again, right? Yes, absolutely. And just being able to see those connections with people who are, you know, I get to see people by and large when I'm seeing them, it's on just these wonderful days in their lives. These you know, they're surrounded by people that they love. And I think if nothing else, (laughs) over the past two years, we can all agree that we just really, there was so much missed time with people that we love. And the longer I do this work, the more I realize how important and priceless it is to have photos with the people you love, regardless of if they're professional or not. So having the, the opportunity to do this for people and helping people do that themselves at home too is just something that I feel so strongly about. What a joy. Well, thank you, Nina, so much. Now, is there anything before we go that we we should mention that we we forgot to cover or anything else you'd like to add? If this is something that you're hoping to do, you know, get some inspiration online to see what it is that you like about photos that you're looking at. But don't beat yourself up over it if it doesn't look exactly like what you've seen, because this is your opportunity to get some really sentimental shots at a time that is so special in your life. If you just go onto any of your favorite photographers or go onto Instagram and just start looking around at different photographers or even people that you know that you've seen their photos and you love them, just kind of take a look at what's out there there is so much, there's more access now than there has ever been. Um, so whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, you know, if you have a certain style that you like, say you really like boho, you can just type in boho newborn inspiration and you will have endless photos at your disposal for inspiration. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please download, subscribe, follow, and share. Conversations may be edited for length and clarity. The information, opinions, and recommendations in this podcast are for general informational purposes only. The information is not intended to replace or serve as a substitute for professional advice, consultation, or service. Until next time.